Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Color socks you wearing today? Ooh, first off, thank you for asking. White? Wow. Just the white socks? Well, they're they're kind of old, so they're hella gray at the bottom, to oh, be honest. No. A lot of fuzzies, but they're comfy. Are socks not one of your like small comfort items? I have a couple of those like graphic design stance socks. I have a Hell few. Hell yeah. Now we're talking. I'm a huge fan of the stance socks. And I got Absolutely two... will take a sponsorship from that. <laughs> Yo, like, facts. I, I've already advertised or at least attempted to do that for that brand, but I would appreciate the DM back. No, honestly, and you, you'd appreciate this. I got the Tribe Called Quest mm. pair of socks. Oh, hell yeah. Um, A Grand Theft Auto, mm. a Star Wars one, and then I got... Uh, a pizza sock, uh, like pizza shapes. I haven't worn it to the studio pizza yet, sock, but those are from Old sock. Navy. Um, shout out to them. I'm wearing hut. Old Navy briefs. <gasps> oh, okay. Thanks um, for sharing. Foundry white tee from JCPenney's. If you're a big guy, let me tell you something, and not even just Michael Strahan and Shaq's brand, but you need to go to JCPenney in general. Big and tall section from athletic gear. That's where you go to catch the most winners, huh? Yeah, from polos to just regular tees, long sleeves, Good prices. You know what I mean? Sign up for that membership. It's for free. Mm-hmm. Every weekend, they'll text me a little 20% off. I get me a little white tee for like eight ninety nine. Oh. It's all about building the catalog, especially white tees. Lindsay, let's be honest. It's yeah. a dangerous game. As soon as you step out, oh, it's absolutely. windy. We're in the desert. You could get dust on it. sweat through my my T-shirts all the time or I spill on it constantly. Like I bought some Tide pens this weekend because I went shopping during my birthday weekend except i'm going to vintage stores now yeah you have a whole other level of swag that i'm jealous of trying to because like clothes i've never been one of my things like uh, socks were kind of my first introduction in terms of like oh i actually like these and i think that they're like something i want to feature and something i want to get creative about but clothes were just really really never an option for me because just money was tight hollister tank tops were like 50 bucks and i wasn't willing to explore the five finger discount and so I, I, I'm slowly realizing that I don't have to shop at like the stores that everybody else's. That's just the most current stuff. Like I just didn't even know the whole world. I knew vintage clothes like existed, but I didn't really th- go through the whole concept of like you can go into a store, find something you like, and it's the only one in the world probably of this at this point because it's old stuff. Like that is so far up my alley. 
And so yeah. now I'm trying to make it uh, more a thing. And I approve. I I, I, I put on the, the blazer, but then I had some, uh, we stopped by B-dubs for a, for a chocolate cake dessert on my birthday, just like on brand stuff. And I spilled a little bit on it. And I was like, what am I going to do? I'm like, I got to get me some Tide pens. Nice. I yes. like this. And I, Lindsay, I like the aesthetic. Um, growing up, was there ever any any clothing eras that you had? I mean, I, I'm certainly a person that dresses more for function than anything and comfort first. Like it, the, Lulu, I've just basically lived in. But what did you ask me about when I was younger? Like, did you have like eras in terms oh, of your clothing choices? I mean, I, I would wear um, like even today I'll, I'll, I'll get into like just little ruts where I'll wear like the same sweatshirt every day for like weeks or the same types of T-shirts or I don't know. There's always a reason why I'm doing something. Like nothing's really on autopilot unless I just decide that day. I'm just like, I'm going to throw my Kings t-shirt on because I didn't want to do the rest of the outfit. But I wore my Kings t-shirt today because the Kings kicked some ass last night. And what did I tell Joe O to bet on yesterday? The Kings, Kings to kick some ass. So nice. you have to honor it. And Jonathan Quick was awesome last night. And so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm slowly learning that. There are new areas of creativity for us to explore. Yes. And what, what's the ruling on sweaters? Um, it depends because I'm super sensitive. Like I got to have the free and clear detergent. Otherwise I'll get rashes. So that also counts for like fabrics and stuff. So it depends on the sweater. See, if to it's me, itchy, it's done. See, to me, if, if you, you can wear it, like if you just wear it outside and then once you're here, like you could show up to work and then you take it off. Mm. Like that definitely adds about two weeks. Um, I feel like you can wear it multiple times in a week. Yeah, I, I really don't care about what other people think about what I'm wearing. I'm just starting to learn to care about what I'm wearing myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, in, in terms of you, you trying I, to... I, for the most part, I don't care what other people think of me. But I care a lot about what I think of me, and sometimes I care about what people care about me. See, uh, see, I'm I'm starting to go to the gym. I'm, I, I want to get into that tank top era. The hell here, yeah. Here for the summer. That's That's the that's, summit. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to... You're keeping to... track on Twitter, too, which I appreciate. Like, day one, day two, I promise, or I'll do my best to like all of those tweets because I want to I be you. part of the momentum because all you got to do is create a streak of one and then do it again the next day. But we're not at the next day yet. Exactly. It's one day at a time. Mm -hmm. We talked about it. One step uh, at a time, Jordan Sparks. Two days at the gym, and I had to show up at like 1130 at night, which yeah. underrated because there's not that many people. The best. I only gyms. wanted to do cardio, but the worst is... Especially me with like not being used to the gym. I don't want to be there. Uh, I feel like I'm getting judged by others because of my body. And then I have to wait on someone to finish their set. Like I just want to avoid that mm -hmm. and kind of have the freedom to go yeah. willy-nilly wherever I want. Absolutely. Um, you got to have room for activities, room to, to create and, and let that uh, that feeling flow. No, 100%. I don't need to see how many trap lifts this guy can do and then just sit in the mirror and look at themselves. I'm just like, that's so cool. So attractive. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I didn't really think about the Miami Dolphins, that they were an attractive option. But Tariq Hill thought differently. And I think more it's about the extension. The, the, he probably yeah. gets more money in Miami than he would have in Kansas City. But today... No state income tax. Yeah, that's true. The Miami Dolphins traded a plethora of capital assets for one Mr. Tyreek Hill. Yes, the cheetah. The guy who's always running down the, the field for Patrick Mahomes, and he said, Rico, get it. He's going he to be there. He is on his way to Miami. What is the compensation package? 
So uh, Miami's getting Tyreek Hill, like you said, getting a four-year, $120 million extension, <gasps> including $72.2 million guaranteed. Mm. Devontae Adams, I hope you enjoyed those four days of you being the highest paid receiver in the yeah, league. Uh, and Kansas City is receiving five draft picks from the Dolphins, a 2022 first-round pick, a second-round pick, a fourth-round pick, plus a fourth and sixth round pick in next year's draft. So earlier today before this deal went down, there was a lot of information, or at least chum in the water, saying Jets are in on Tyreek Hill. Jets are in on Tyreek Hill. Apparently, during those conversations, a first-round pick was never mentioned. Now, that would certainly sweeten the pot if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, but I can also understand for the Jets being probably going to be in the top 10 picking again. Like, that's a much different valuation than it would be for for the Dolphins pick who who have been knocking on the door of the playoffs last year. And And had assets, a whole bunch of assets 100% because they've been selling off the the farm for the last couple years, and that's why it was very weird for them to find success, especially a couple years ago. But Tua finally getting some pieces to show off a skill set, maybe enhance a skill set, or at least the growth of a skill set, but certainly a different vibe around that Miami. Is it? Isn't this where uh, we have the McDaniel, the mi- microdose McDaniel guy? <laughs> microdose McDaniel. Yeah, is, am I right with that coach? Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, we, yeah, gotta, we gotta get that audio again. What, what was he talking about? Where it's like <laughs> in the simulation, maybe humans have evolved to have gills. Are we talking about Dude. the stoner coach? Yeah, microdose McDaniel. Oh my god! Because our, our guy has an S and a whole lot to deal with. Yeah, oh my God, the audio's not in there. We'll find Damn it later. It, Daniel. But yes, it, it, it's McDaniel's first year. Um, look, first off, it's kind of crazy to me that from what I'm reading and trying to get all the sources because it's just happened a few hours ago, is the fact that this happened in the span of two hours where Tyreek was working on an extension with the Chiefs. We that's had why no I, inclination that there was going to be a departure. Exactly. He was going to re-sign with Kansas City. It was yeah, a no-brainer. That, that was, the, and, and then Devontae, first off, this trade of the Raiders getting the best wide receiver in the league yep. looks 10 times better because of the fallout of that causing Tyreek seeing Devontae's contract and him wanting more. Yep. And then the Chiefs being like, hey, man, we got defense. Like, we got defensive problems. And even with you on our team with Travis, we still need some more offense, and our offensive line is still shaky. And it is a player's market right now because we saw the yeah. same type of scenario play out with uh, was it Zadarius Smith, right, who just signed with the yeah. Minnesota Vikings. Which it he was had a to be deal in, I, I think, only in verbal terms with the Baltimore Ravens. We see an extension for what, which players what, where, where it was it in response to? Was it the 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 uh, Von Miller deal? Yes, and say. I'm leaving a ton of money on the table. Or at least maybe somebody's willing to explore that particular corner of the table and then audibled and ended up in Minnesota. So we're seeing response deals where guys are 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 watching their buddies not just get extensions, but maybe get into a different environment that allows them an extension that they weren't even really imagining. And so for me, I, I there's nobody untouchable because everybody has a price. But I thought, you know, as you mentioned, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, these are two things that are kind of synonymous with each other. There was no indication that there would be an other scenario until today. And so what other wide receivers do we think may be looking for that extension, a change of scenery, or a change of scenery that enables a bigger extension? 
Well, I mean, if if the Cardinals don't do anything with DeAndre, which they haven't done anything this offseason. Not to mention there's drama. Yeah, there's they drama, no and, drama. And, you know, obviously they lost Chandler Jones to us. That's right. Um, some of their core pieces, and they're already an older team outside of Kyler. Uh, you could see DeAndre. Um, look, and we, we talked about this before the show, Cooper Cup, his contract looks amazing right now mm-hmm. where it's 15 mil. A little less under 16 mil. That seems affordable. It's this is unprecedented territory for the NFL. Yeah, this offseason's nuts. I think we can all say that this is the most bat s crazy yeah, offseason. And I've joked about it all week, the past two weeks, yep. that this became NBA free agency. So now it's unprecedented waters for the the empowerment. I think that we see players have absolutely where even on their rookie deals, they're asking to be moved and they're willing to sit out. And things like that, and it's creating sitting chaos. Out, sitting out a year is almost sometimes in your benefit because you could just need time to heal up. Hundred like, percent. Honestly, Especially sometimes with this I think about with Tua that we didn't really know it at the time because that was before people were opting out. And once we saw a bunch of the Patriots do it, almost everybody's like, "Okay, so it's cool because because it's cool because the Patriots are doing." But like, what if he takes a year and heals up? I'm not saying that he's in a better situation because they just traded for Tyreek Hill and now he has all these these uh, offensive weapons in his stable. But like, just to give your body a little bit extra time, now you might miss that oppor- the opportunity. All of a sudden, we're asking a lot of questions, but I think we're asking fewer questions two years down the road versus what we were uh, when he was going into the draft. No, a hundred percent. And look, and, and you brought it up, Coach McDaniel's, which we do have the audio. We can play it whenever we're ready. Uh, they got McDaniel. <laughs> they got Tyreek Hill. Uh, they signed yesterday uh, Teron Armstead, one of the best left tackles, which was a major hole in that team. They and Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, like they've gotten and re-signed and and they've they've set the table up for as best as you can. Which you know the tank for Tua is something that they went through, mm. and whether Tua is the answer or not, you need to give him as many tools in his tool set to succeed and. That's and it, they're going to go all in this year and see what happens. And you have to live with the results. I have so, a question for you. Yeah. Didn't Chris Godwin sign an extension, even though he was franchise tagged? Wasn't there somebody that had a franchise tag and then they worked out an extension? Yeah. It would. Yeah. So the, the intention, and I don't know if he got the tag or not, that was the intention, but then they actually worked out a deal. Okay. And then Devontae like, was the opposite. Na- he would be a name that I would be like, let's see what he's up to in this yeah. situation. If it, if he were franchise tagged, because can you trade them if they're franchise tagged? I don't believe. Well, that's a good question. That's a great question. Well, with Devontae, Devontae didn't accept the tag, even though that was their intention. Right, right. So I don't know the specifics or the parameters. Right. Or that. like Michael Thomas is probably subject A. For this next bit. Yeah, and, like, and obviously, I, I don't know how bought in he is going to be on the rebuild down in New Orleans. And the Saints are in cap hell. But then yeah. I'm also like, how are all these teams spending all this money? The Rams effective less need. F them picks, right? But I, I got to yeah, be cap, honest. Seller cap doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. And, and I got to be honest with the Dolphins. Uh, this is a situation where Tyreek Hill is unquestionably like the best game breaker. The biggest game breaker in the game. And so he's a high luxury vehicle. Yes. And when you have two as his quarterback, it's like the transmission is broke. So Or it's not the right type of gas. It can get you where you need to go, but if you keep pushing it, you will break down on the side of the road or at least the engine's going to get clogged up. Yeah, and obviously like to me it was 
Mahomes and Tyreek was a cheat code, mm-hmm. and now the Chiefs don't even have the video game to get the cheat code, and the Dolphins don't know what the cheat code is because whether it's two, they got an Xbox 360. This is an <laughs> Xbox One. We don't have the technology yeah. for this. And whether it's two error message error exactly whether it's Tua or Teddy, I don't necessarily. Like, this is a good problem to have to figure out how this Absolutely is going to work. It is. I just don't think that they're going to have the pieces to maximize, which causes a problem with how much investment you just put into Tyreek. Because, look, like I said, well, Stu he's is a not the guy, and we'll find the next guy who will be that next level partner. Yeah. What, what mm. we said this earlier, and you said, what, what does Patrick say? F it. Go, run, do zigzags, be out there 50 somewhere. yards. I'm going to throw it to you. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm going to run this five yard slant. And I'm going to do this, that, and the third because Jalen Waddle is one of the fastest receivers in the league too, and he was stuck with a hundred thousand receptions last year for three hundred yards, three yards a catch. That was the average. So we're taking the top off that offense, baby. Now he's going to have so much more room to explore. You have to respect it. No, and he should. And obviously, Gasecki is a great tight end, and and we just talked about all the things that they've done. Um, but more importantly for us here in Las Vegas. I mean, what more could you ask for when all these teams have, have become Avengers and this is the first time that one of the teams in our division is losing a piece and now the Chiefs have to completely rework their... Chiefs are my favorite to finish in fourth place next year. I'm just saying. And th- that's the assumption. Me and Bart that- Scott. Yeah, and did Bart know? Bart probably knew. But I, I think even if Tyreek wasn't traded, I, I still am anticipating a regression. And I, I forget who tweeted it out earlier. Maybe it was Mina Kimes or someone else. But she she put it perfectly because it was about, like, the vision. How long? We were talking about the championship window yesterday, right? How long does it last? Well, technically, because Patrick Mahomes is, like, 25 years old still, it's open for the next decade and a half. But that doesn't mean that the roster is. And so sometimes you have to do a, a deal that serves your longer-term future better than your shorter-term future. No, 100%. Just and based off of asset management and, and avoiding getting into that cap hell where all of a sudden you are handcuffed and people are are willing to do deals with you, but for a premium price. Facts. Don't and, put yourself in a desperate position. And I think that's what the Chiefs did. And to yep. be honest, I'm, I'm, I, I will bet on Patrick Mahomes. I will bet on Andy Reid. Because look, Tyreek's not the only fast guy in this league. Uh, the Raiders know this very well with Deshaun Jackson and the reason why they picked him up. Deshaun, another guy, one of the fastest dudes in the league. And what happened at the trade deadline? The Rams released him. So, you know, there's fast guys. And they got to see what they have, like, in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Like, yeah. seriously, because I, I he can catch the ball, too. And they haven't really been able to give him full tread because Tyreek was there. And now they're going to need to run it because Kelsey's going to get all that yep. attention. And, and he's the- going to get hit, and he's going to have to miss time because he's a big dude with a ton of concussions. And now, if, if they're not... If they can't open up the lid and go over the top, mm-hmm. this is another indication of, okay, Patrick, like now you need to be patient yep. for real, for real. And you have to be smart because you can't be taking hits. And I think so. The, that they got the line at least set up for, for this, for this uh, probably return a little bit more to a pocket passer or just to usher in the next era. But there will ju- adjustments will be made and you're trying to do this while every other team in your division is literally pushing their chips in the middle and so that's where it's just like it's not just the fact that they're losing it's or that they're losing pieces it's that everybody else has gone all in and that's okay ebbs and flows like they're going to be around maybe it's next year where they make another big push but like i was saying yesterday our expectation that this is our year why don't you make this move why don't you make this right we can't go all in every year we can't 
That's not how this works. Or maybe the NFL will get to the point where it's just like, we don't need the salary cap anymore because it's a made-up thing anyways. Yeah. And so everything technically is a social construct. We create meaning in our lives. That's what our brains do. That's why we're special, or at least a little bit more special than the other animals. Although I think that they have a better life and it more figured out. Just less. Less stress. I hope less so. Less stress, honestly. Stay away from enough. those certain leaves, people, or <laughs> animals that are looking to turn into some version of the people. But a person that we always really enjoy having on our program is Trista Crick. She joins us each and every Wednesday to talk basketball. We get into all of the deep stuff with her on the other side of the break. Love for the bet. Yeah, sports, but mostly other things. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. It is just around the corner. The countdown to the NBA playoffs is on and we here at the Playmakers are always fortunate to get some insight from our NBA insider. Joining the show is BetQL host Trista Crick of BetMGM Tonight. Trista is brought to us today by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Welcome back, Trista Crick. Two questions off the top here. Firstly, how was that remote broadcast for the big tourney last week? And secondly, were you ever given a nickname growing up? Uh, the tournament or the uh, remote at BetMGM National Harbor was was everything it was a movie they had they had red cameras i don't know if you've ever been shot on a red camera but it is like being inside of a commercial you look at your uh the screen that shows what it looks like um just off camera and you're like wow i look like i'm i'm filming a movie i look like i'm in buffalo wild wings commercial or something it was like (laughs) the technology was awesome the environment was really cool it's the only sports book um inside of a massive resort casino in the area so that was cool we got to be in the vip betting area where there's like a you know concierge book where you basically have no lines so that was really awesome it was just fun the only thing that i would say is crazy is you know there was no wi-fi so it was very what? hard to do a show with yeah it was very hard to do a show with no wi-fi like looking up ken palm ratings and trying to hotspot from your cell phone to your laptop tough you know very very tough um, they put us in a spot where we couldn't see a lot of the TVs that we wanted to see in the, in day two, which was tough. Um, but the environment was, was really cool. It was buzzing. And hopefully we'll get to do that more, you know, in coming events, um, be there live for some of these big games. Hey, you can't find uh, greatness without rising game, from adversity, Trista. Sorry to cut you off there. It's true. It's true. And in terms of a, a nickname, I was my nickname was Little Tree Tree. Little tree, 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 little tree, tree. Yeah, little tree, tree. Where'd you get that one? Is that a sports nickname? Is that one you acquired just just being yourself as a just really small child? A lot of a lot of people in my neighborhood called me Tree or Tree Tree for Trista. Mm. So and then um, they, they I was little. I was like very undersized for most of my life. So I was little tree tree. That's not bad. I was going to suggest Teeks if you didn't have one already, but I, I, I really like that one. That's a that's a, the childhood ones that you get just running around in the playground, I feel, have the most staying power. Uh, but I was watching some basketball last night, and I was watching Atlanta nail three straight three-pointers down the stretch to retake the lead in the garden in a win over the Knicks. And I'm thinking back to last year when they had that unexpected run all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. We know that the Knicks dispatching was part of that. But in terms of of what truly made up that season's calculus and how much can we take from last year and copy and paste it to this particular roster and upcoming playoff season? I don't think you can. It kind of feels like it was a a season of many chapters for the Atlanta Hawks. You had um, Lloyd Pierce, who ended up being fired midway through, 
you have an interim head coach that comes in and brings a level of energy and enthusiasm in, in Nate McMillan. And then you've got just some really favorable draw. Also, they benefited quite a bit from just like there was 13th in the East at the All-Star break. All-Star break was a little earlier in the season than it was this year in terms of like how many games were left. And they just really made a run. Um, and, you know, obviously getting all the way up to the five seed, you know, playing a very weak rostered Knicks team that had its own deficiencies. Teams that both teams that they beat uh, couldn't get a bucket when they needed one. You know what I mean? Like when the game is on the line and, and you're going back and forth trading buckets and, and there's like time expiring, both the Knicks and the Sixers struggle to get buckets. And we saw Ben Simmons collapse in a way that only myself could uh, anticipate. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that was kind of it. And then you have to extend all those guys because of the magical run. And maybe that wasn't the best decision, right? Like mm. maybe paying John Collins all that money wasn't correct. Maybe that paying Bogdan uh, and like what all the guys that ended up getting extended ends up kind of holding you back. So I don't think you can really take much away. I think they're an okay team, but I definitely don't think they're an Eastern Conference finals team as currently constructed right now. And like, truthfully, the more I watch Trey Young, as electric as he can be, if I was his teammate, I would hate it. Like, I would just hate it if I'm an elite athlete and I only get the ball because Trey Young wants me to get the ball. And that's like maybe fourth, fifth, sixth option from Trey Young shooting from 30, Trey Young shooting from 20, Trey Young floater, Trey Young corner three, Trey Young. Like, Trey Young is like option one through five. So it's a tough look. Uh, so I don't think there's there's very many things that you can take away and, and apply in terms of the level of success that they can have this year. I wanted to talk to you about Zion, who earlier this week, Trista's I think it was. favorite. Yeah, yeah, or was yeah. it yesterday? Um, that dunk? Yeah. Look, I'll be honest. First and foremost, uh, the number one thing, I was like, okay, cool. He did it in the Pelicans facility. Did it without a shirt. Uh, he's cleared to do one-on-one drills. I mean, after this year of him being on Mardi Gras floats and J.J. Reddick slander, uh, should Pelican fans be hyped about this? Because he's looking kind of good with that foot. I think Pelican fans should be absolutely terrified. Uh-oh. I think that, that that footage tells you one thing. That's a lot of math going very fast and in, and the momentum and the torque on that body with that dunk is immense. Landing hard on hardwood. Hardwood, as you guys know from playing the game, is unrelenting. There is no give. His knee, I promise you, March 23rd, 2022, just remember this. I said it. His knee will go. His body will go. He will not play more than six years in this league. He's not going to make it 10 years. It's over. No chance. The body is just too big, too strong, and the hardwood is just too unrelenting. He's met for turf or grass. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous watching that video, too. I'm just like, why are you jumping? Why are you jumping? But if I'm being that nervous of just seeing him jump in a gym and trying to practice and get back to the to the court, it's hard for me to disagree with, with, with you. History. I know, why are you I know. doing this right now? We could be doing a much uh, less physical rehab, but this is a, is a perfect 
uh, segue to a, a thought thread that I had the other day with Adrian that I wrote down on a post-it. It was inspired by Ben Simmons' herniated disc news, but obviously Zion works his way into this as well as, as a big star poised to return from injury soon-ish. But I wrote down on the note card, I don't know if there's really a question, I just want to get your thoughts on it. Spinal and back injuries on the rise due to expedited recovery time due to limb and hinge injuries like knees and shoulders. Uh, body can't withstand the rehab time. I'll break somewhere else because you're using an ill-equipped area to stabilize or overcompensate for a lack that I have. Uh, your thoughts on my thread? Yeah, I think the thing that's happening <clears throat> is you've got mobility issues. Uh, you've got issues where the training staff is incentivized to get a player on the court as fast as possible versus just keeping them as healthy as long as possible. You've got a staff that's that's underpaid because you're working for a team instead of working in a private practice. And the real people who are very, very elite at their jobs do it on their own. They don't work for teams. They may get their start on a team. Excuse me. But they end up charging $650 to $850 an hour, right, on small bodies like mine, not elite athletes. So if you have issues and you're overcompensating, Um, because you're coming back from injury, that other side of the body is just going to end up breaking down too. You have to be very, very specific and and meticulous with your rehab. And you have to take the time that it takes. uh, And you can't rush it. And I think that when you got guys like Draymond, and let's be honest, the Golden State training staff hasn't been very good. You look at all the guys that have been injured and have been re-injured, like Steph, like Clay, like KD, like Draymond. You know, I, I talked to somebody in the league, and they said if, if Draymond was playing for the Miami Heat, he would have been back a month ago. So, you know, there's a disparity between the quality of training staff around the league, and there's a disparity between team training staff and soft tissue therapists, et cetera, et cetera, and the people that you can go out and pay for on your own. There's a reason that LeBron James stays healthy for as long as he has is he pays a million dollars on his body on his own, and he's not allowing the Lakers trash training staff to touch his body whatsoever. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of that comes from force. Um, you're seeing issues with guys not getting the proper treatment. People don't know what they're doing, I don't think, uh, to the degree that you need to with elite athletes with an overemphasis on strength and power. Um, and, and over de- development from from the youth level too. A lot of these yeah. a lot of these people are, are one sport athletes, and because there's just so big of a of a boom potential, and so in many yep. ways you're just not built right, or at least for the long haul. Yeah, you're, there's an overdevelopment of the quads. This is like very niche, very like nerdy stuff, but an overdevelopment in areas that just make you weak and have the ability to tear ACLs, MCLs, Achilles, hip impingements. Even you see abdominal issues more and more. You're seeing um, tailbones. You're seeing everything that's going on, like with with Draymond, same sort sort of situation, as well as the herniated disc for Ben Simmons. Like all these issues are the same. Um, and if you don't get treated right, that's why I think skinny players like Kevin Durant are actually at an advantage. Look, this insight right now is amazing. NBA insider Trista Crick joining us. She even has her podcast, NBA Heat Check. Uh, you can find it wherever you find your podcast. And uh, you brought up Miami, and earlier we are talking about the Knicks. And I was watching Philly beat Miami. And granted, this is probably Miami's worst loss of the season because Joel wasn't sure. playing and James Harden wasn't playing. And it happens. But as I'm watching the game and I'm thinking, all right, they're the number one seed as we get into the playoffs. I see the Sixers, they have Joel and Harden. They're going to get the ball late. 
I see Jason Tatum for Boston, Giannis, KD, maybe Kyrie, and then with the Heat, like, am I supposed to trust Jimmy Butler or Tyler Hero at the end of the game to get him a bucket? Because out of all these teams this year and injuries and COVID, Miami has been like they exemplify doing it as a unit with dudes that we didn't even know existed going into this season. But are they, Jimmy and Tyler, supposed to be the ones that are going to get a bucket in a bucket situation late in games in the playoffs? I think you're you're spot on, Adrian, in terms of like, the, the teams that you really trust to go deep into the playoffs have a guy at the end of the game that you can rely on, that you know has the tools from a footwork standpoint, from a creation of space standpoint, has the ability to score at all three levels in crunch time, at, at clutch moments, right? Up or down five with five minutes or less to play. You can see that with Jaw. So that was what Damian Lillard did so well and why he elevated Portland to a place that we didn't see. That's what Jokic does very well. Um, that's what that's what Jason Tatum does very well. That's what Kyrie obviously does very well. But Jimmy Jimmy Butler is really, really bad at that. He just is. Um, he's just one of those players that down the stretch, he bricks in late-game situations more than – than you can imagine. And if you have money on, on Miami, which I have many times at the end of games, it's a stress. And you end up like relying on Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin and guys like – and I think probably who it will be is, is probably Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry you can trust to go to the rim, draw contact, and one. That's, I think, who, who they'll have to rely on and maybe even a little bit in Victor Oladipo. I know that's crazy to say. But when he was at his healthiest, he was really good at you know, get, getting space and getting into the mid-range. Oh, I also forgot to mention Devin Booker and Chris Paul in, in, in the mid-range as well. They can go out and get, get a bucket whenever they want as well. So I think that's who they'll have to rely on, or maybe they'll have to do it in a team way, kind of like a la the Warriors before they got Kevin Durant um, when they were blitzing. And I know Clay's a little bit different than Jimmy Butler, a lot different than Jimmy Butler, but I think that's what they'll have to do is just rely on a bunch of quality shooters and their defense in order to get it done. Also, Milwaukee relies on, you know, Chris Middleton or Giannis down the stretch. I forgot to mention them as well. Random question, uh, because I got into an argument with some people. At the end of the game, who would you rather take the shot, Chris Middleton or Jimmy Butler? Chris Middleton. Facts. She like, loves a Chris jumper. Middleton. She thinks I mean, you, Chris Middleton's like your too. sex man of the year at this point, right? Or was it Drew Holiday? I love Drew Holiday. Uh, I just think Chris Middleton has a much more pure shot. He's longer. Uh, and you saw, what was it, two years ago when Giannis went down with an ankle injury, mm-hmm. Chris Middleton became the number one option. And you saw all of the plethora of things that Chris Middleton could actually do, but isn't really called on to do because he has Giannis. And now he has Drew and he has some other shooters. Chris Middleton has a bag of tricks. And I'm not even like the hugest Chris Middleton fan because he goes hot and cold. And when he's cold, it's really, really bad. But at the end of games, you've seen Chris Middleton hit some clutch shots with guys draped all over him. And Jimmy Butler, open, hits the back of the rim. Yeah, no, that's 100% true. And right now, Trista, this is a moment because I've never done this in in our short history of knowing each other. But I'm going to ask you for a power ranking right now because as we head into the playoffs, I need to know – Top four teams, either conference, that you do not want to play in the playoffs. All right, hold on. Let me look at the standings as it stands right now. Top four. Sidebar. I think number one. Do we want to go four to one? Do it. Four to one. Let's go. All right, four to one. 
Four to one, Boston Celtics is four. Number three, oof. Number three, Dallas Mavericks. Number two, Brooklyn Nets. Number one, Memphis Grizzlies. And I think everybody else, you know you don't want to play the Suns, right? You know you don't want to do that. Like, that's all. That's obvious. Um, so obviously you want to play the, the champs in the Bucks, But these are, these are draws that you might end up getting. Like, the Warriors might end up getting the Mavs in a draw. You know, you might end up getting the Sixers or, you know, or the Bulls might end up getting the Celtics as a draw. That's a bad draw. Like, you don't want that. If you're the Heat, you don't want the Nets. You could lose to the Nets in the first round. You do not want that. Um, so my power rankings are the most dangerous teams that aren't the most obvious ones that you obviously don't want to play. The proof is in the path and has led us to at least my final question here. Half of the tournament field is gone. I'm sure there's a little bit more pressurized feelings for the 16 teams remaining, but it's different when there's a weight of expectation. Who in your mind is the most vulnerable favorite this weekend, and what's the pressure cooker formula that can topple them? In college basketball? Correct. Let me look here and see the favorites. You guys got me all over the place. I was so entrenched in the NBA. My mind We had to mention it. We had to talk about it. I get it. Biggest favorite that that you said is vulnerable? Yep. I think it's Arizona. I think it's absolutely Arizona. If Houston, I know it's only a small favorite, one-and-a-half-point favorites, they are on the money line, uh, minus 125 on the money line, one-and-a-half-point favorites um, on the line. I just think Houston may be one of the best teams in the country. Uh, all the nerd rankings say so. Under Gonzaga, they're number two in the country. Uh, one of the most complete teams. They have not only an elite defense, they're also pretty good offensively as well. Like, they're legit studs rebounding the ball. Um, they had, I think, 20 offensive re- rebounds that TCU had. That's something that Houston does even better than, than TCU. Against Arizona, they are going to feast. TCU almost beat Arizona shooting 23% from three. Houston shoots the ball better than that, but they're clamping down on defense. This is a team with 10 legit guys that they can roll out there, athletic studs, probably the most athletic, gritty, complete team left in the tournament. And I know Gonzaga is very complete as well, but I think you can punch Gonzaga in the mouth like uh, Memphis did in the first half of last week's game, and you can make them feel the the heat. Uh, I think Houston's a real-deal team that nobody is talking about. Even through the clouds of chaos, basketball insight you can find nowhere else. Trista Crick, many thanks for your time, your guidance, and your imaginative insight. Say hi to Cam and the Bet MGM Tonight crew, and have a blessed evening and show. You too. Love you guys. All right, that was Trista Crick brought to us by BetMGM. Download the app or visit BetMGM today, 21 years of age or older to wager Nevada only. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? You call 1-800-522-4700. Now on the other side of the break, well, the final few moments of this great work of art. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Good news, guys. New York Mayor Eric Adams will be making an announcement live from City Field because nowhere else was available for said announcement in the city of New York. No other backdrops that would have sufficed. But this guy. This guy is uh, going to be repealing the mandate that essentially has stopped Kyrie Irving from playing basketball at uh, whatever they call their arena that used to be Jay-Z's basement. Barclays Center in Jay-Z's basement. And then, obviously, it affects the Yankees, the Mets, and uh, Stephen Cohen being so pumped, extended that invitation. So just to fill everybody in, because that's a pretty big talking point that has dominated the world of sports pretty much all season because COVID's not going anywhere. We're going to have to learn how to exist with it. And... You know, I, when we've been critical of just this general procedure, it hasn't been with the people. It's been with the rules. It's been with the lack of, I'm not say oversight, because I think it's good to be a little bit more cautious. But ultimately, we're just here trying to do the, I think, the best thing for the greatest amount of people. And so if it is indeed time to repeal this and, and fulfill that with this action, I'm all for it. You know, I'm in the middle of reading a book on George Steinbrenner, Steinbrenner, Mm. excuse me. And as soon as I heard that this got repealed, I was like, wow, wherever he's, whether he's in heaven or down below through some of his actions in his life, 
immediately I went to the Steinbrenner family and like they pushed for this and the Everybody power of that family. No, but I'm saying like it, it, it's funny how the NFL had to go through this. The NBA had to go through this, but now once it starts affecting baseball and baseball coming up, like they it got handled uh, very, very quickly within a week of Aaron Judge having to sidestep questions about his vaccination status. Um, so I just think that the power of the family. A lot, of, a lot family, of questioning of the judges these days. Uh, no, a hundred percent. Um, and then also that was my first thought, and then secondly, it's like, damn, James Harden. You're telling me you went through all this and all this trade because you couldn't wait a damn month? Maybe you just didn't want to be there. I mean, I guess, but this was on the precipice of, I felt like we were saying this mandate's going to be done in New York City for like two months. And it kept going and going and going. And finally, apparently, on Thursday will be the first time that it'll be taken away. It's like, damn, James Harden, you just, you might have cost yourself a championship because you couldn't wait a month of bearing the responsibility of being the one on the court for a month. All right. It's interesting energy to bring to this, but that's it's technically true. I think he's just in a better situation down there anyways. I think once we heard about that um, interaction they had on the road, that being James Harden and Kyrie Irving, the burning of the sage, I just like, again, it's not about anybody, no judgment on anybody's actions, but I could see how kind of weirded out James would be, just what we know about the personality and how we... <laughs> see him react to teams that aren't playing well that he's on and so it's it's all about people management it's all about ego management and sometimes there's too many big ones in the room but thank goodness they'll be allowed to play baseball and basketball and everything else starting Thursday so now you're telling me that Kyrie Irving saved his body up to dismantle the league completely healthy leading into the playoffs because like that that's a, a very scary thought that the fact that this guy is capable of essentially being a part-time professional basketball player this year and going he's in done and it before. 50 so, points. I mean, he's done it before, and championships have been won by other teams, so I don't think Kyrie is the messiah of this whole thing. But no, it's, not a a messiah, much different, but... it's a much different um, consideration, the Brooklyn Nets, if he's available at home, for sure. Absolutely. Um any other NBA things that you'd like to get into at this point in time? At this point in time, not necessarily. If we're going to get off the nets, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting I'm just right sick now. Of hearing about them, I mean, they might be the champs, Lindsay. I, I, I don't I know really, what you want me to I, say. I know, but there's like other things that other people that exist. Even if they are the champions, we don't always have to talk about the champions. No, it's true. Well, I mean, I just think that in this precarious situation with ten games left in the season. Uh, this might be a situation. Like, how where, many people are are talking Houston Rockets basketball right now in this country? Probably very few. Uh, I, mean, I hope in Houston they're not talking about, about them either. Like, like, like uh, Cade Cunningham fan radio line. Cade. I mean, they're last place, but there's there's certain He's things been to be excited out, about. Though. That's what I mean. Caden's been balling out. Uh, they got Sadiq Bay. He scored 51 points last week. Granted, it was against the Magic, and it feels like the Magic are giving out 50-point games. They were just not having a good time with Draymond <laughs> with his comments last time. be like, guys, we are just like playing really stupid basketball. I mean, Orlando, no offense to them. 
they're one of the worst teams in the league, you know, which is technically true, but you don't have to say that, Draymond. Yeah, exactly, bro. You get to get to visit Disney I when you get to play the Magic. I don't even know who's on Orlando now that, like, Aaron Gordon isn't there, Victor Oladipo um, isn't there. They got, they got who's, the, their, who's their young kid that uh, I saw? I was watching a play, them play a couple weeks ago, and they, their own teammates ran into each other and banged knees. That sounds like some Orlando Magic basketball. Yeah, yeah. They got the one, he was on the uh, the All-Star, the Slam yeah, Dunk Contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Hold on. Call Anthony. Anthony Cole. Yeah, and they Cole got Anthony, Mo Bamba. Cole. Which one is it? Is oh it yeah, Mo Bamba. Mo what Bamba. Oh, they got Bo Bo. Huh? Markel. They got Bo Bo. Oh, that old. that's that was a weird kind of transaction a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, they got. Like it, I said, uh, we had to really be diligent about the physical results, right? No, yeah, of course, because you know, you know, when you're seven foot two, it's a little different. Mm. They got Markel Fultz. Oh my God, who we play Mo Bamba right now. Markel Fultz. I don't fix his follow through. I don't have Mo Bamba. I do have the McDaniel's. Audio, that's a minute. <laughs> Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.